Prepare to enter the Elf Tree. Elliot comes out and surprises everybody. Yeah. Did you hear about that? In her um, trash bag outfit that she wore back in the 90s when she used to do her like Missy Elliott dances in her yeah, old, that's like, right. weird ass that's suits. Right. That's right. Sorry. Remember that music video where she was all puffed up? Yeah, I vaguely do. What did she do recently? What happened? Well, uh, first of all, hi, Dare. Hi, Dare. <laughs> Sorry, we were jumping right in. Welcome, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Ian. Mm-hmm. And I'm Joe. And... Uh, it's officially Super Bowl Monday. It is. It's, um, the day after the Super Bowl, and that's what Missy Elliott did. She uh, oh. apparently came out and, and like surprised the, the crowd in Katy Perry's uh, halftime show. Interesting. But that's it. I mean, there's there was really no significance to that. I didn't even watch. Was there like a whole group of people just kind of waiting for some more Missy Elliott action? I didn't yeah. even know she was still doing stuff. I didn't. I hadn't thought of that name in a long time, actually. Yeah. Well, way to go, Missy. Well, apparently there's whole there's a whole generation of people who were who were uh, took to Twitter and were like, who? Yeah. Who's yeah. Missy Elliott? Who is this? Well, they also... Uh, I don't know the words. They also said, man, I really hope... Kanye can help that Paul McCartney guy out with his with his career. Hopefully, you know he's gonna he's gonna take off now that Kanye has discovered him. There's just a whole generation of kids that are now communicating with their brains over the social networks, and it's start it seeps into our world because they're now communicating or not communicating. Well, they with their are. Brains. It's like like with their brains. Well, no, I mean with their <laughs> with their uneducated on well, Paul McCartney brains. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. It's like a whole generation of people that have the internet now that grew up not listening to the Beatles, you know, we kind of have that overflow of growing up with like an era of people that were big fans, right? Well, people that understand and appreciate. There's Maddie, everybody. Ladies and hey, gentlemen, Maddie. Hey, girl. She always makes her way onto the show. And, uh... <laughs> well, we grew up in a generation of people, I think, that appreciated where things had come from and how yeah. it influences the things that are now. Now, I, I don't, you know, I think that's probably why somebody as big as Paul McCartney can go completely without context in yeah. most, you know, uh, most modern people's worlds. Well, if it's the real Paul McCartney we're talking about. Well, that's true. Not the replaced. That's, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, who knows? Either who way, knows? he's a talented mofo, dude. I mean, he's at the top. I mean, he's, he, it is a little strange to me though. Cause I, I listened to that Kanye McCartney song and. Oh, I didn't. I don't know, man. I, you know, I don't want to like judge someone's music cause it's their own little creations, but. Yeah. It, it just didn't do it for you. What part of it didn't do it for you? Like what? It was what just didn't boring. I was bored. Like it just What's, bored me. I know it was a beautiful song and I'm sure it's amazing for like what it meant for him and. But at the quality of like other songs I've heard as ballads and just through, I don't know, just through my, my exposure of music and what is beautiful to me yeah, and like melody wise and like, it was all auto-tuned. So it's just kind of like, okay, it would have been cool to hear Kanye without auto-tune singing like this little ballad without having to alter his voice into some robotic, hmm. which there's no rules to music. I get it. I'm not stupid, but I it's don't know. True. Just for all the hype it received just seems kind of ridiculous when it's like, man, there's well, lots I mean, of amazing songs that will never see the light of day. I don't know. 
I just, I don't know if he was just singing really terribly to where they had to throw the auto tune on. They were like, this is such a cool song. It like was such a moment. But then they were like, God, but you're, you're pretty off here. Yeah. Come on, Kanye. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Kanye, uh, Uh, come be on the show. Jesus. I mean, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll chit chat with Kanye and see, see what his thoughts are. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure Joe's not down for that. Everybody, no, that was, I just that was I Joe's. Just, uh, hmm. I just yeah. don't think he would want to come onto the show because he's Kanye. He's Jesus. He's he's above it. He's above Ooh, all things. Are you challenging Jesus? Are you telling him you don't think he'll uh, he's man enough to come I on just, the show? I just don't think Joe just threw down the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Um, no, 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 no. You threw down the mic in in challenge. Mm. You like slapped oh, like Kanye's, I was, uh, Kanye's doing like face a, with a glove. Yeah, like I was doing one of those little, what do they call that? Like a, a rap off? Like a rap battle? Yeah, rap yeah, battle. Yeah. Damn it. I've obviously never been to a rap battle. <laughs> you haven't? You've never gone to Detroit and, mm. and oh, seen, well. seen Rabbit lay it down? A couple times. Have you? No. <laughs> You're such a fucking liar. There's like a rap battle Olympics, I think, that goes on um, hmm. out in Pasadena. I believe it. I'm kidding. I made that up. Damn. I'm telling you, see, disinformation, man. I'm not going to believe anything that comes out of your mouth anymore. And that's what it is. It's what they call a flip-flopper. And uh, unfortunately, in our country today, people love flip-floppers. They forgive Who's them. people? That's, well, no, yeah. that's, see, that's just it. People, they forgive them. Uh, I think they, if we're talking about the public, they forget. I mean, they don't forget facts, but they just forget how angry something like that makes them. At that moment, and then when it comes time to do something about it, they they just they're in their own little happy yeah. moment or whatever. I'm proud to be an American and doing my part by voting. Well, if you're not paying attention to what you're voting or Is who it, you're voting for, yeah, it, you might as I mean, <sighs> is it almost like if there were? Uh, I don't know if you might as well not vote, but it's almost like uh, <laughs> what you're saying made me like picture this ridiculous image and I don't know why, but it is like the public. It's like people forget because everyone's so burrowed down in their, in their jobs and Mm. just their, their things. So then when things do happen that should be paid attention to, we kind of just don't care. We move off passively and corruption kind of prevails, but it's like, it, it made me think of like a bunch of kids, like leaning into Willy Wonka's chocolate river and just eating and like, while some kid upstream is just pissing in it. But most of the kids are like, well, it's probably not mixed in completely all yet. And then, oh, this chocolate's so good. And then then you're just ignoring the person pissing in the river. (laughs) Yes, exactly. But eventually, you're going to be drinking piss. As long as it's been, you know. Sorry, that was a terrible analogy. I'm I'm embarrassed. No, I mean, I I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. There was a, there were a couple of examples. I was listening to a podcast today that was, um, this lady, um, Jen Briney. Briney. Is, it, is mm-hmm. that her name? Briney? Uh, Briney? Congressional dish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Con- congressional dish. But she was talking about um, there have been a couple of bills, one of which was like, you know, passed through so quietly through the House and through the Senate and then uh, landed on Obama's desk. He signed it. It was something that was pretty pretty controversial. I can't remember what off the top of my head what, what bill it was. But two hours the Bill later, O'Reilly. The Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're all but, a bunch of bullshit. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. Well, I mean, they. We'll do it live. About two hours later is when the Boston bombings happened. Oh, and so yeah. there was no way that, that that bill being signed was going to make news. And then by the time, you know, the Boston bombing thing died down, nobody cared anymore. You yeah. know, who, you're not going to care about a bill that was signed into law two weeks ago. Well, when you got, you got all these amazing, uh, well paid lobbyists 
just uh, pushing. They they're the ones creating a lot of crazy ass bills that essentially no one looks at until someone looks at it, like which is very few people. Well, right. Not including myself because I don't want to read all the bills. You know, I don't want to do that. But there are other people out there doing it. Thankfully, like Jen, Jen, Jenny, yeah, Jennifer, Jennifer. Um, yeah, I mean, people, it is, I didn't know that everything that happens in Congress is a matter of public record. Yeah. I mean, I could literally go and <laughs> and print out the minutes from any of the congressional se- yeah. uh, sessions, even today, you know, and, and figure out what was said and what was talked about in the bills and everything like that. Like I could do that if I, if I was at all interested in, yeah in digging that deep for myself, but i I don't. I would rather listen to to somebody who has taken the time to read and understand and has been doing this for, I think she's going on her third year at this point. Um, Isn't it crazy, like, to be this connected and this close to, like, realizing you're like, wait, it's that simple of a solution. Like, yes. Just no one's reading these bills and everyone's just getting away with it because no one's paying attention. And the people that are, because I do think there's a, a pretty big pocket of people that probably do understand the gist of what's going on in Congress, like as far as like, yeah, people are passing. I mean, because there's a lot of bills that people have examined now yeah. and are going, oh my God, all this passed while this person was in, you know, in, yeah. it had a seat and all. But it's like, there's so much shit going through. Like you would have to dedicate, like which this Jen chick is doing. She's dedicating a lot of time towards yeah. having to read these bills. And it's so crazy. It's like, why, why is it this? It's almost like, we work at a job somewhere and yeah. something's going on within our job and it's that we're that close to it to yeah. where we could just tap someone on the shoulder and say, hey, uh, why is no one, you know, there's like everyone else at the job is ignoring it. Yeah. And you're the one that has to like deal with it. Yeah. But yeah. everyone else should be, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that makes it's any sense. Like, it's just it's weird. It's almost like going in and asking to watch the, the security tapes of the conference room. Yeah. And in these security tapes, you can literally see all of the executives of this giant corporation like divvying out these stacks of money and like putting it in their briefcases. Like you can see it happening. <laughs> and it's a glass the face you're making right now. Know, I'm just like, I'm just, you know, kind of doing some bill You're cuts. doing the shifty eye. Like, I, I, over yes, your shoulder. exactly. Because that's, cause that's, I mean, <laughs> the, way, a suitcase. the way she is describing to me the stuff that is in these bills and the way that it gets handled, yeah. if it is even half true what she's saying in the way that she's saying it these guys might as well be in a glass walled i mean they are cameras video cameras everywhere you there's probably a hundred channels dedicated to you know sitting there and watching you know the back of a courtroom the back of the the senate house Mm -hmm. you know you know the senate chambers and all those things you know they're it's like watching crackheads run into a room full of crack that's the thing is they've got such an addiction to what they're doing they don't care about the, you know what I mean? Like some of these people, like, yeah, um, yes, they, they're not being exposed to the degree where they they know they they can just do it, and no one's going to put them on the front page and have to answer to those things because everyone that would be funding that to be on front page is is pretty well controlled, you know, through yeah. media. So it's like everything is pretty hushed because of. Um, corporate power man it's just happening yeah. right now i but, mean they might as well be on literally on a stage mm, and just printing money putting it in there it's a pockets. spell they've literally yeah. cast a spell on everybody because if if it is true what she says we can we could literally change it through the voting and which you know there's a piece of me that does believe in voting i, I mean it's like 
you know, you vote in school with your classmates and yeah. if you do a paper ballot somewhere, it's like, like that's legit stuff, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. every, like we do all this electronic shit now and it's like, come well, on. He it's was a little crazy. Is now okay. So I guess I can't. I'm not going to go through the rest of these. You know the story that we're mm-hmm. we're talking and and just be like the the podcast this the podcast that. I was listening to the Higher Side chats. Oh yeah, that's which a good you one. turned me on to Martin, yeah. my roommate, and you have your uh, renewed interest or or like brand new interest in this show mm-hmm. has kind of uh, you know prompted me to listen to a, a an episode or two. And this was one of the very first ones that I was listening to, and. Which uh, I listen personally. When I listen, I'm, I'm usually naked while I listen. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Just there's a full experience involved. Yes. <laughs> okay. He's sitting there cuddling with Maddie. <laughs> She's naked too. I'm in a deprivation tank. <laughs> in the in the the, That's the, the float only tank. way I listen to my chats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. THCs. <laughs> but um, Greg Carlwood. Yeah. He's the he's the the host. I mean, and he sounds like he's our age. Drinking a little drink. Right. Smoking a little smoke in sunny San Diego. Sunny San Diego. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, I yeah, mean, he's like late twenties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Something he's like he's kind of a or maybe a early. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would just anymore. I would just yeah. Hey, Greg. Um, how old are you, man? Shout out. Yeah. How <laughs> how old are you? And uh, you know, be be on the lookout for an official invitation. Yeah. At some point, because you know, uh, we dig your show. We definitely dig your show. I've listened to like four episodes in the past two days. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, a lot of freaking unbelievable information. Did you hear that? What? Oh, sorry. Uh, you're messing with the headphones, and all of a sudden, I lost my right side. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You, 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 you start us off on something completely random. You're gonna hear this live on the air, everybody. We're gonna just uh, go a little uh, Thelma and Louise on this bitch. Want to just start over? No, nah, not at all. Not at all. At this point, we're gonna call out the fact that uh, we derailed the show and. Uh, we 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 did. We trimmed out a lot of stuff that uh, you know everybody. You don't need to. You don't need to hear us like struggling with it. We started crying. We did. We did. I ended was, up removing my shirt. Like I uh, like biblical wailing. You know when a pharaoh would die. I was wailing like a banshee. Wailing like like Ahab and Moby <laughs> Dick. Like Chris, like Scott Whalen. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> he's always wailing. Scott Whalen. Who is that? I'm just kidding. See on nine hundred two one zero. Stone Temple Pilots. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, fans of Stone Temple Pilots and 90210. Those are. Oh, that's all right. I, I imagine those would be two very different audiences. Maybe not. They were pretty close to each other. I don't. I mean, what's the Stone Temple Pilots song? Oh God. That I I'm might not, know. I'm not. I'm not the best at that. Oh, all right. Uh, I would be on a time when I'm not put on the spot. But no worries. No worries. Um. Um. Yeah, I so. am smelling like a rollism. <laughs> Is that Stone Temple Pilots? I think so. Oh wow! I could just get some <laughs> stuff crossed in my head. <laughs> yeah, they they uh, wow, they're still a band, but they were together from 1985 to 2002. Wow! And then they broke up. I guess they disbanded, and then they came back together in 2008 to present. So I guess they're still a band. Nice. I, uh, they're in San Diego. That's good. We should go. We should go down and check them out. They're in sunny San Diego. Sunny San Diego. Probably drinking a little drink and a smoke we're gonna, a little smoke. Yeah, we're going to go visit Greg uh, Carlwood and then a special musical guest on our on our uh, crossover episode. Yes. The high, the higher dare side chats. The higher dare side chats. Um, Starring the Stone Temple Pilots. We're going to have the Stone Temple Pilots as our house band. 
Scott Weiland, you're officially invited. <laughs> so hi there. <laughs> yes, definitely. Come, uh, come be on the show, Scott. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, what's been going on the last few days in your world? Um, like any exciting things this week? Any exciting? Well, exciting things. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I mean, uh, honestly, just uh, just coming back around in my mindset. Like it's, I, I'm not going to lie. There's, it's been kind of a weird, weird transition, um, out of holiday mindset. Yeah. Cause you know, I took 10 days off and, and went to Dallas and spent time with everybody there. And even though I was recording, I was back in Dallas Yeah, and that's a very like, it's like if I were to smoke an Indica and yeah, like yeah. Boom, sit into the couch, you know, yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, Dallas yeah. for me at that moment. And, and it was tough. It's been tough. And it actually, it, it kind of all came to a head a little bit last week. We talked a little bit about it on the, on the show last week. And after a little while, I just stopped. I, I, I thought to myself, why am I giving this so much, uh, so much stock? Like, why am yeah. I, why am I letting this become a part of my mindset throughout the day? Um, and, and you know, there were varying things that came along with that, but once I just, once I just let things be again, they they seem to have settled back into at least some sort of stasis. Yeah, that I I'm just like okay, good. I'm back to kind of a blank slate. Let's see what what uh, is going to come at me at this point. Um, and, and honestly, uh, what came at me was a, a bunch of truth. Yeah. Uh, I think at least at least some somebody's truth in some form of it. Um, because you listen to my Earthship Radio. Isn't well, it? I mean, uh, you, you, your Earthship Radio with Zia came out. A last freaking week. kid, man! It was, uh, it was amazing. Go check it out, Earthship Radio. Yeah, it's uh, Joe and Zia, episode five. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're man, we're coming up. Go we're we're not got... coming up. I mean, we're we're you know we're just we're just cranking them out. That sounds worse than coming up. Maybe coming everywhere. We're cranking come out. <laughs> God, that's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Man, and if I got Joe to say that was gross, then it must have been pretty bad. I disgust myself, but that's neither here nor there. And, yeah, and, and, I don't and, 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 and I love myself wholeheartedly, but... Must I, go faster. Uh, must go faster. Uh, 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 uh. Um, uh, I started listening to the Higher Side Chats. Yeah. We, we, we kind of touched on that a little bit, but the you, Martin told me about this when I first moved in in June. And I was like, okay, you know, I mean, it's conspiracies and yeah, stuff. I'm yeah. not really going to uh, delve too deeply into yeah. that. So I, I kind of had it on my list, but I never listened to an episode of it. Yeah. And then you and he were talking a couple weeks ago, and you said you started listening to uh, an episode or two of that show. And I realized from the things that you and he were talking about from one of those episodes, I was like, Joe and I have talked about things very similar to this in normal conversation. Yeah. So I thought, man, this show might not be as uh, world shattering as I expected yeah, it to yeah. be. And it's not. So far, the like four episodes I have listened to, everything in there is um, at least met with a grain of parts of this could be true like yeah. i can i can my own brain can conceive of certain elements of what these people are talking about to be you know true or at least true-esque yeah um because you know i haven't done much research on my own about about much of it yeah but um i i'm 
totally believe that we are being puppetized by, you know, a puppet master, you know, by, by <sighs> unseen people or forces or things Dancing. or, you know, um, and yeah, I really don't know. I don't know how long I've ever believed that we could possibly be the only living beings in the entire yeah. everything. Well, I, I don't understand that. Well, Never I mean, have. it's like listening, listening to it. I mean, like you were saying, it's kind of, we've had conversations, so it's not like completely shattering your right, brain. Right, right. Um, but I almost feel like to a degree, it's put together in such a way you kind of get the truth out of what people are talking about because right. it, it's experts in all their various fields. And some people may like, there's some theories out there that I don't know what to think about, man. Yeah. All I can do is go, all right, what is my internal self Barometer. based on everything I've ever seen or read or was taught? What do, what do I feel about that information based on everything else I've ever learned? You know what I mean? Right. You kind of keep a tally in your subconscious, I think. And then your you're soul like, I remember this. I remember this. I still don't think that's true. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's one of those shows where show after show, man, there's people like talking about stuff and it's like, all right, well, man, yeah, that makes complete sense. I'm okay. That's yes. That makes sense. Cause I think there's this, uh, side of me that used to fight information like that because it freaked me out. And then yes. the more I, the more I realized like, okay, I'm, I'm continuously being let down by what I'm supposed to put my trust in yeah. through media. Like what, you know, what everyone's selling. I mean, it's just like everyone just finding out about the formaldehyde in their e-cigarettes now. It's like, oh shit, these oh, levels yeah. are through the roofs. Yeah. So it's like everyone's trying to do something and then all of a sudden they're just slapped across the face. And eventually <laughs> it's like, okay guys, dig into those companies. Like, and if that doesn't give you a reason to quit smoking, then fucking A, I don't know what will. You I mean, know? yes, you're right. You're if, right. You're putting, if you're funneling all this money to certain people but and you can look into them and go, ooh, I, I don't want to give them my money. That's, yeah. that's a pretty powerful statement, I think. I think that part of the problem is, and I did actually in my brain, I'm going to call this out for a second. I use the word issue most of the time, not problem, because... Mm problem to me has always sounded negative like and problem issue, child issue yes that's a negative thing in your life but we're having some issues with Jamie mm-hmm. that's a that's like you know we got this thing going on but you know we're we know how we're going to get over it that's yeah. what that's an issue implies the ability to overcome this problem with we have a problem with Jamie Yes. It sounds a little harsh. Yes, it's a very it's negative like, oh, thing. God, what, yes, what? it sounds like you're going to start putting him on medication. Yeah. It's it's weird. Um, the problem with a lot of people in this in in the world and I am still one of those people. Um, <laughs> if I can't see the benefit to me, I don't want to put in the hard work. And right now, most of the well, most of the people that I've come across to the the vast majority, they just start presenting this information and presenting this information. It's like we have to um, we have to work hard to do this. We have to do this. We have to make an effort. We have to uh, and people are are not seeing that. Uh, it's another thing that Jennifer Briney Brinny. I yeah. apologize. I'm gonna let's I just go with Brinny Brinny Briney. She's so Briney. <sighs> I know, I know, <laughs> but regardless, yeah. Um, she was talking about how 87% of people age 
voting age to 30, like 18 to 30, yeah. don't vote. 87%. And that demographic is bigger than the baby boomers. Yeah. Which up till now is the most is the you know the biggest population, you know, uh generation. So it's just like this awareness that has to happen. Well, it's it. but very quickly we yeah. could change. She was mentioning that she was reminding that the House of Representatives could be completely changed out yeah. every two years. Yeah. We, every two years, we could vote in brand new people if we as a people chose to. And, uh, I mean, sure, corporations can get their hands in there and get dirty, but we're going to get the people that we want in. Yeah. And then we're going to get more people in the next two years. We're gonna, I mean, it's just... If if we band together, we are stronger, and very quickly we could see actual things change. That's the part that I think is the problem um, that most that that most people are not willing to overcome because they can't see cutting smoking literally in X amount of weeks or months or whatever. You're not going to be coughing like you are anymore. It's not going to hurt and blah blah blah. But people people will smoke for another 20 years because they don't want that six weeks of discomfort. Yeah. You know, that that's just true. blows our, my mind. It's like a, uh, it's like a mind cage, you know, you get locked in your own addictions. Like Jane's. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a computer that gets a virus. All of a sudden you introduce Dion Jane's. <laughs> Was it Jane's? Uh, what you were saying about like voting people in Yeah, and people just kind of having that awareness, like it'd be great for there to somehow be some website or some sort of app or something that was always up to date where people were saying, these are the most honest, um, people that are, you know, up for the next vote or whatever election or whatever to where people could always go, okay, well here are the most, almost like a fucking player card. You know what I mean? I I mean, as ridiculous as it sounds like they're players, like, like Pokemon cards. So they're, they can be player cards. Like, Red hot we, means that they're we, fucking. Can we call them Pokemon cards? Pokemon cards. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. <laughs> totally. I never, but I never be, played with Pokemon cards. So this is like me living a, you know, piece, <laughs> piece of my missing piece of my childhood right here. We could introduce some Pogs and then yes. some Slammers. Yeah, figure yeah, out that yeah. kind of card game. Um. Anyways, yeah, with its strengths and and weaknesses and all that kind of stuff, right? So. uh yeah, so it'd be cool for there to be like an always up to date. So at the, the even day of voting, um, and it can be dictated by people's con- you know contributions somehow. So the app is always constantly updating the most valid, I guess, uh, information well, about somebody. Especially if most of what these people politically do is a matter of public mm-hmm. record, there should be no excuse that somebody should not already have a blog out there saying, hey, Ron Paul voted for this and this and this, but yeah. he said he was going to do this and he actually did something a little bit different and yeah. here's what it was. But even like, like if you're, okay, say you're going to the poll and you, you're you going to see your ballot and this is what the ballots look like, but you say you could go and all of a sudden, because the way the app was designed, it yeah. always shows the best options as far as honesty, as far as people who aren't, you know, in bed with corporations, best you in, know, under under you know what, what I mean? criteria, under just an honest person who's up for elections, like who are going into these elections. Um, you think people would vote on an app? No, you no. don't vote on the app. No, 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 you just use me. the app to go. Okay, well, but what if you did? You what just if, get familiar with names of the people who are who are more honest. You know, but you were just saying people who are the most honest, and this and that and the other. I mean, now while it is everybody's individual choice, 
what if you did have like a star rating system and the public that paid attention, you know, because people that don't pay attention aren't going to give a shit. Yeah, Although, that's true. Mm, you'd have to figure that out. You'd have to figure out how to get not how to discourage uh, or disallow, you know, like American Idol style voting where people just go in there and they vote, 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 you know, I mean, because that's. It's Rock back, the vote, that's a, you know, like MTV. But, go to spring break. You know, you tops get off the uh, the wisdom of the masses. Like you get people that actually pay attention to what's going on, and they're like, "This guy is as honest as he says he is," and yeah. you know, or whatever. And you kind of get star ratings. I mean, I mean, I'm not I don't know. necessarily they, saying you vote people in that way, but it would give people that are are slightly uneducated uh, at least some. Yeah good compass some some you know mass paid attention to compass like it'd be cool sorry no 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 that that, i'm i'm rambling oh no it'd just be cool like even if jen had like a like on her web page she says okay here's the here's the next election coming up that's that's that can mean something you know whatever i mean i guess i don't know in two years yeah 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 to where all of a sudden, we could go to her site, some or people could just blog her site or blog a blog or whatever. Yes, and then talk about it. Spread Other people it like can, wildfire. yeah. You just kind of, but say she's giving the most honest opinion about who's about to walk into these elections, to where people could go, okay, well, when I go in, I'm just going to vote for these people because they're the most honest, and everything I've heard about what's going on and what these people are doing, somehow, trying to figure out a way to trust somebody who's just being honest about all everybody you know like not you know she's not paid by republican party or democratic well, that's, party or that's what i was meaning is that or, at that point you might have to have you know uh, a group of a thousand people that have also paid as much attention as she has and they all collaborate on every every issue or every person's particular rating and then the rest of us that don't spend all the time reading all the the different bills and paying attention to voting habits and stuff like that we at least have something that a a a, a large somewhat educated about this kind of you know this particular situation group of people are saying here is what we collectively think about your congress yeah and you know we would at least have something something educated to go off of it'd just be awesome if there was like a, a web not, page and not excuse me and not just trust in one person that was right. where that was how to tie into what you were saying because if it's a bunch of people, people contributing to it yes updating it but actual actual educated people rather than trusting in right. jen's individual you know blog yeah per se i think it would be cool for there to be some site that you could go to and it was like a it was like player cards like video game style like yes you could you could pull up, like, say on the left-hand side, it's just a column of all these different things, yeah. like characteristics, like what are their thoughts on drop-down menu, abortion, blah, 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 all this shit, whatever, like any topic, marijuana, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden it just shows everything that links this one person that you've got selected into, you know. And then you could just overall look at all the seats of Congress, and I all of wonder. a sudden you can see the hot pockets and, you know, color-coded, like, oh, these kinds of people are more prone to this, and there's a graph, and... I could go for some hot pockets. Mm. Um, I'd be I'd be curious if there is something like that around. I'll, I'll do some looking around, but if any of our listeners know of a tool, anything like what Joe was describing or what I was describing, um, let us so, know. Because I'd be... boring, though. That's the thing. Is like, that's the thing about politics in general, is... 
the hardest thing, because even at the beginning of this latest higher side uh, episode, is he had to kind of put a little. He did like a little forward before yeah. he started the show about his previous show with her, mm-hmm. um, because uh, a lot of his listeners, myself a little bit included, to a degree. I, I mean, I get the voting system and stuff yeah. like that, but I, I, there's also a big piece of me because it's electronic. I just don't believe in it right. at all. Right. So no matter what happens, I just feel like because it's See, electronic, the electronic, it's gonna always be manipulated to. Well, it always has the potential to be manipulated. How would it, how would a massive group of people know? Um, unless everyone was talking to each other right. like in one moment, all spread across a country where all of a sudden it's like votes can be completely... Like, how do you gauge that if it's all electronic? Well, you know? I mean, the problem the problem as I saw it was not that the voting machines are now electronic, but that they're owned by a private company. Yeah. A private company. Well, I, I'm, I, I haven't looked it up, but I'm led to believe it's a private company. Now, why? Why on earth are we trusting our our... Uh, confidential individual votes mm-hmm. to a company to then report it to the rest of the world. Yeah, who's who's who are they? Why are we not like literally invited in while they tally every single vote that comes in? Why yeah. is that? You know, that's a uh, it's a uh, it's an odd thing. Yeah, it's and a there very were, strange thing. There was even like a suggestion. Uh, gosh, I can't remember his name, but he was uh, some dude. I was listening to talking about the voting system and how much better it would be if even like you were able to vote your secondary choice or uh, you know your third choice and if say your your first choice didn't get it yes all of a sudden your vote from your secondary choice like your vote would go to that person you know what i mean oh absolutely so at least there was some other layer of protection of like trying to vote in the the best you know I think that was Robert person, David you know? Steele. Makes sense. Because I listened to that same episode. I remember hearing about this. He was also talking about the it was deep like web. open source? Yeah, it was yeah, the open yeah. source everything. I mean, yes. Oh, how I, we get like 4% of the shallow web whenever yes. we do like a Google search? I mean, like 80%? Yes, I'm, I'm curious. I, that, that piqued my interest. You know, the other thing that piqued my interest was there, he was talking about, he was talking to Gordon White about Gnosticism and and. and Gordon White was pointing out that at a certain point, this, you know, the the Bible, which, you know, the Old Testament is a Jewish text, you know, and then suddenly in the New Testament, the focus shifts and the Jews become the bad guys. Now, Mm. why, why is a, a text that is a Jewish religious text suddenly turning against itself? Like the the it was a it was a question that that I don't have the answer to. He, he didn't necessarily come to a conclusion in yeah. in the show with any you know sort of definitiveness. Um, but seems it to me like somebody me else had the d- baton in their hand at some point. Seems to me as if it's the uh, a similar type of a similar type of motivation is to have a private company owning voting machines. I mean. It's so simple if you really think about it. I mean, it's pretty complex, but it's simple if you go, okay, it's like people, like if you're a dude in a small town and you've got like $5 billion or whatever and you go to a small town yes. and you really love your, you love your small town and all of a sudden you're like, man. Wait, did I buy the small town? No, if no. i got $5 billion. Maybe I you just bought like a massive this. ranch. But somebody else, I mean, there's other people that... Can that, I build a small town on my massive ranch? Okay, you know what? You could buy the small town, but say there's... <laughs> but like I, there's, re, I revamp it and I make it into a, another thriving small town. It's, it's you know, 
was once a, a husk of its former self after yeah. Walmart came in, and then I buy it up and I build it and and becomes, okay, yeah. becomes Ian'sburg. Well, that's the thing. There it is. I mean, you described it. Okay, imagine you live in a small town of three thousand people, and all of a sudden a billionaire moves in and he just starts buying up all these properties, all the historical districts. Yeah, and then he just starts gutting all the buildings, turning them into Ooh. things, turning in you know, and all of a sudden you're living in his world because it's his money. Yeah, it's that's. Yeah. That's how it works. That I mean, that's exactly um, anybody in any small town can figure out. It's how it works in the schoolyard. It's how it works. I mean, kids understand this, how simple things like this yeah. are. Why do we think that just because it seemingly has become more complex, that it actually is more complex? Uh, it's, I mean, the simplest answer is always, uh, the simplest answer is usually the correct one. The hmm. quickest way from point A to point B is a straight line. So if you can make a direct correlation between or teleportation, or well, well, or uh, entanglement, ooh, actually being in two places at once. That's yeah. that's it. That's where it's at. What was the what was that thing you were saying about? Uh, it's a it's the concept of when you think of someone else's pain and you're like, oh god, I can. That's entanglement. Okay, that's it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 the. Okay, now I'm taking this. This is going to be like a podcast promoting podcast today. That's all right. But I was listening to this other new show this past week called Invisibilia. Mm. It's put out by NPR, but they they talk about the invisible things in our world that affect us and and create who we are, like our our thoughts. They are invisible, but they are very real. Um and sonar, like being able to train your senses. If you lose your sight, train your senses to where you can almost literally see by, you know, clicking and sonar and how things bounce off each other. You can hear the, yeah, you can hear the reflections of everything, every yes. little sound. And, and actually on that particular note, I did, they, the host of this show interviewed other people who had been blind and, no, no, excuse me, had been able to see, went blind and then learn this clicking method, and they said it's almost like what normal sighted people would see out of their peripherals. Oh, interesting! Like they can literally see, they can literally picture what's around them as if it was a peripheral. That makes of sense us to me. Through this this sonar thing, that's it's hmm. incredibly fascinating because if I'm not paying attention to what's around me and I'm just paying attention to what's right there, I can still navigate a room. Yeah, because I can still see spatially where I am in relation to it. So interesting. Does that does that make uh, blind people not so blind? Well, it's like uh, you know, like a horse. When you put blinders on a horse, it's to keep them focused with with what's in front of them. Yeah, and so they don't get distracted by things right. on the side. But yeah. it's. Like if they're living in that zone where they're in the in in all the periph, that's total. Uh, it's kind of like a ninja. You gotta yeah. you gotta know what's all around you at all yes, times. Yes, exactly, you know? exactly. Especially if you're blind, man. You don't want to get hit by a fucking bus or. Yeah. People are crazy, dude, out here. I watch people with all sorts of different handicaps, like getting around in this town. It blows my mind. Really? Yeah, it makes me literally go. All right, well, if anything ever happens to me, I have no yeah, excuse exactly. because I am seeing people just completely living a life of. Just, it would be rough, man, getting around this town. But at, at some point, I I think you have to come to, like if something long-term does happen to you, uh, in order to correctly overcome something like that, you have to accept it as a fact and not as a, a, 
uh, an ailment or, uh, you know, uh, a crutch or anything like that. It's just a fact. You have to believe in it. I no longer have eyeballs. I cannot see with my eyeballs. But the with my eyeballs is the entirely important part because apparently, based on what I heard from this this particular show, they can see if if you, you know, qualify seeing as your brain interpreting images, interpreting data and creating images. So, I mean, <laughs> why is that not as possible as, you know, just putting in complete blackout contact lenses except for your peripherals? That's true. Do you think a uh, blind person in the history of blind people... Uh, have anyone has ever taken chopsticks and grabbed a fly like Mr. Miyagi? Ooh. Yes. I will say there have probably been way too many blind people in this world in history for that not to have happened at least once. But it doesn't count if it was somebody with chopsticks in a room full of flies everywhere. Just And they were like, you know, <laughs> pool noodle sized chopsticks. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Um, dude, the, like... I, I I wait to well I mean Carrie Cassidy kind of touched on the alien you know and 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 extraterrestrial parts of um you know uh, of that particular show but that's uh, how many have you listened to other episodes that have to do with aliens and things like I that I have yeah I listen I actually go to quite a few of her episodes just because uh of her episodes yeah she's got a thing called project camelot on youtube oh, nice I, th- I think i don't know if she has a podcast i don't know but i've watched i actually watched her do a live skype uh interview at one point it was nice. pretty cool it was kind of interesting it bored me but then i went back later on i'm like oh my god so many people watch that um because there was only like a couple hundred of us watching it yeah live yeah. and then see it like hitting such crazy numbers I'm like, yeah Fuck, how does this spread well, I mean, around well, I, I imagine a lot of people just were either at work or sleeping or, yeah. I mean, cause that's available around the world. True. You true. know, but she, uh, yeah, she definitely interviews some really interesting people that go, I mean, they talk about some interesting shit that I, if it's true, I, we know nothing about reality. Like, well, you know, we know nothing about what we can see up in the sky, mm-hmm. like the moon. I watched a documentary yesterday called, uh, it's called Aliens on the Moon, mm-hmm. colon, The Truth Exposed. Yeah. Truth Exposed? Yeah, Truth Exposed. Um, and it was a like a TV documentary, like a made-for-TV movie. They played it on sci-fi. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those cable networks. Yeah. Like, T- like TBS or USA, oh, gotcha. you know, sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is talking about, it's talking about structures on the moon and... Literally, there there's the distinct possibility that an alien race lives on the backside of the moon, or at least might might have at one point. Yeah. Um, and there could be an alien threat among us, and and all this all these different things presented in in kind of gr- not a grandiose way, but yeah. it's it's it seems very far fetched the way he's he's presenting these things, but at the same time. I I have no idea. I have no idea because I all I'm seeing are the things that he's presenting to me in this movie that's mm-hmm. on Netflix, by the way. Yeah. Um and so I have no idea what those original images actually show. But if anybody in that documentary is any indication, it's probably going to be very difficult for me to ever actually see those images if I wanted to see for myself. Yeah. Which to be honest, I wouldn't mind. 
it's it's really crazy because I always think about the moon. I'm like, man, it's so weird that it just, for whatever reason, it stays facing the same way. It never rotates. Right. It's like suspended in space, and and maybe there's like this hilarious little ex- explanation of why it does that. But it's pretty crazy. Like we yeah. rotate. Yeah. Why would our rotation be any different than what the moon's rotation would be? And why would we not inter- interact with it to a degree to where we caused it to rotate? Because our Earth is constantly shifting, so it would pull different densities. It affects to the moon. us. Why do we not affect it? That's that's just an interesting thing. Like I always hmm. look at it. I'm like, why does this thing not spin? It's like if you put someone in space and you barely tap them, they're going to spin yes. and they won't stop. Yes. And why they won't would the moon have ever no friction? And there's a lot of concepts of that that. The moon is actually a ship, you know, a space station. It's, it's a space station, it's the Death Star. I mean, it sounds. I mean, it's it sounds insane, and yeah, it does sound insane. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know, but I do question. Like, yeah, why doesn't the moon rotate? Like in my common sense mind, and again, like I, I'm just. Hmm. We're all just. We're technically all aliens on this planet here, <laughs> well, living here. You that's know, that's true. That's true. But there, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it. The guy in the in the uh, documentary interviewed Buzz Aldrin mm-hmm. and there were, there were snippets from, you know, throughout the entire thing. I looked on the goddamn moon, I swear. Well, I mean, he's, <laughs> I mean, whether he did or didn't. I did it, my left tactical. When it came to, when it came to very specific questions about some of these photographs, he flat out deflected and shut down. Yeah. Deflected and then shut down. I mean, it couldn't have been, I don't know, man. It, it he pushed any opinion that he might have off on. I was not. It was not my job to question what those are. Yeah. I, my job was to take the pictures, get the samples, and bring them back for other people to yeah. analyze what it is. But Buzz, we're asking you, what do you think? What do you think? Mm-hmm. You see this? What do you think about it? And he would not. He wouldn't give his opinion. Yeah. And I mean. Goodness, I can understand somebody not wanting to incriminate themselves or anything like that, but come on. There's he he could not have come off as looking more like somebody who didn't want to talk about what he did know. Yeah, I mean, he's lived he's he's lived how many years of his life? He's a really old man now. I mean, and it's 45 he's 45 years since he walked on the moon. You know what I mean? So he's lived for 45 fucking years telling people the same story and whether it's completely true, which is great. I I hope it's true cuz I yeah. believe we could absolutely get to the moon and yeah. there's no reason we should not have gotten to the moon. I don't know when it comes to like where we were technology-wise yeah. and if it was plausible at the time, I don't know. But the fact that we live in a time where there is crazy information being brought forth. He should be a guy with sense enough to go, you know what? There's a lot of people that don't really know a lot of things that's, yeah. that are going on. So yeah. to not have a sensitivity that some other researchers do and some other people who have been astronauts yeah. absolutely will go and disclose and talk about shit. Yeah. I mean, that's that to me is like he's... He, how is he excused from that whole pot? He like everyone's trying to pe- get information, and if he's deflecting things, and clearly I mean, to it's me, just, it's like he doesn't either know. He either doesn't know how to talk about it, or he's. Um, I mean, just part of a part of some other crazy <laughs> scheme. You know, ultimately, it's his choice, yeah. and uh, I mean, 
it could be something as simple as he just doesn't care. He's a military man, yeah. and military men are loyal to a fault. I mean, I just watched American Sniper, and Bradley Cooper was all about his country and his men. Yeah, even before his family. Uh, I mean, it was. So is a country just shapes, or is a country the people of your country? I mean, so how do you are you loyal to the people of your country, or are you loyal to some shapes in a flag? Uh, the shapes in a flag, which if it's being waved in your face by somebody who's telling you probably how to, smells like Starbucks unquote, and how to protect uh, it, probably smells like Whoppers. And but I mean, that would be my that would be my explanation for why Buzz Aldrin might, you know, I mean, for all we know, he might have that sensitivity. Call it honor. But he cannot go against what he has been ordered yeah. uh, to, to do and say, you yeah. know? And I mean, and I'll be honest, again, like, it's I, his prerogative. I would, I would totally like, it would be really sad for me to like, to find out even like, I, I'm, I'm hoping it's all true. Cause I, I, there's this big piece of me that like wants to believe um, that guy went on the moon. Cause you know, just, it's just kind of sad if yeah. It was a lie. It'd be very sad if if the whole thing was a hoax and it was like this whole Kubrick directed uh, <laughs> I mean, orchestration. You know, it's not beyond me. I see what Hollywood does. You and I both know what Hollywood's right. doing and how they dictate stories. And you know, I don't know. I just feel like when I when I see like uh, interviews that Carrie does or listen to the higher side chats, there's some sort of truth that that touches me that I don't get in the world I'm supposed to fucking uh, trust, you know? Right. And the big pieces of that world, uh, well, when I say trust, I only mean like the media wants you to trust them, like Fox and CNN and all these people want you to believe what they say to you so they can, you're one of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. It's almost like uh, social media. It's like word of mouth. I'm a CNN guy. I'm a Fox guy. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking crazy. It's It's a a brand. It's 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 like a little badge that you wear. Yeah. You know, so it's like what kind of content goes into your brain? It's like what kind of uh, software are you running on? Right. You know, right. If you don't have an iPhone, you're, uh, even if your phone's 10 times better than my iPhone, I'm, it's I'm going to no look at you different. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'd rather have a no phone. I'd rather have a no phone than an iPhone. <laughs> um, it's, it, it's, it's incredibly bizarre. I don't know. I don't know enough about anything to really make my own judgments and really know what I do and do not believe. Yeah. But the more and more information that comes at me that is supporting what is socially and and widely considered to be those insane ideas. I mean, everybody else uh, everybody else should go look for themselves. And feel free, bring me the op- the opposition, but you bring it what to me. What makes it easier to take that kind of information in is to study the financial situation in our country first. Like figure out really, really, I mean, it's crazy. Like people can say, oh yeah, our, our government is corrupt and blah, blah, blah. But if you don't understand how they're corrupt or you don't understand like what companies will do to like just keep growing and keep right. acquiring and keep just doing these, it's, you can't really get why someone would dictate information to a bunch of people and, and lie so that they could get a bunch of people to believe in something, some right. concept like, oh, yeah, we did land on the moon, when in reality we didn't land on the moon. We just had to buy some time so that we could do this and get people behind us on this war. And You know what I mean? It's, so it's just like, I don't know, like creating... Um, Gosh, I mean, that is such a, it's such a sketchy thing. It is sketchy. It's like 
it's like utilizing something to to get people to like be patriotic you know it's like when 9-11 happened it's like all of a sudden everything was like patriotic and you know are you a you know what i'm saying like that stuff happens you see and the and that doesn't benefit me because i don't need that like i'm fine here i love my country but i don't need that bullshit i'm not some fucking robotic saluting to some flag person i'm a human of the earth like all of us are yeah but i can be proud to be an american but it's like you know what i mean so it's like trying to know you're free absolutely and you won't forget the men who died. Who gave that right. <laughs> Give that right to you. <laughs> to me. And I proudly, yeah. And they were all white and very wealthy and uh, did a lot of murders along the way. <sighs> Gosh. So, wow. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I mean, you're, you're being, you're, you are. You're being truthful to the things that you have, have seen and researched and, and read about. Um, which, you know, I. It makes me want to believe in aliens because I, I, I can't sit there and limit myself and go, man, uh, this is, I mean, because when you do go through history and go, fuck, dude, we've done some shitty yes. stuff. And I say not we, because I didn't do it. I'm just right, here now right, looking right. and trying to figure it out. But, but throughout all of history. Throughout all of history, like, man. Some, some horrendous things yeah. going down. And and you're right. We could be very well living in in one of them at this moment. But I do want to believe, like, you. oh, dude, I thought of this concept. Um, you know, like the heavenly concept? Like there's a heaven mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. What if... What if there were concentrations of planets? So we're on this very outer fringe of a planet where other races can still interact and fuck with us yeah. on this planet. But yeah. the further into this zone where more planets are peaceful and mm-hmm. people are just living in harmony, it kind of creates a denser zone where there's more of that protection around you. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So say you're like in this very middle density of all these peaceful planets. You're yeah. going to have this many layers of protected right. people interstellar traveling and you're not going to really be dealing with a lot of negativity. And I can't see why that wouldn't be a realistic concept and maybe our planet happens to sit in this outer edge of something where the, the realities that we're facing, all this oppression, it is fucked up. It really is fucked up. Yeah. So it's like, if it's not really like who we are, because yeah. everybody can look at it and go, that's not who I am. Like, why is this happening? Like, how can we do it better? I don't know how to do it better because no one's been taught how to do it better. Yeah. But it just makes sense. Like, kids are amazing. Kids are honest. And all of a sudden... They just learn from all the adults that have, that have passed down the dominoes, you know? It's like domino effect onto the kids. Hmm. And so, I don't know. I was just thinking how crazy it would be if like all of a sudden our planet, maybe at some point when we can interstellar travel, what if we could interstellar travel into this density of planets where all of a sudden you could go into this zone where all this, you know, all the vibration levels at such a degree, what you used, you know, when you know how here you can be like, man... It was just a negative day today, man. I was around all this negativity. Or if you were not ever in around that, like, yeah. can you imagine what it would do to you? Like, if it would completely eradicate any of those negative desires. I mean, because you were so close to this other thing. You know? Yeah, I mean, I imagine, I imagine so. Because once sounds crazy. I, I mean, once I started, once I stopped letting this overwhelming feeling of negativity affect my week. It stopped affecting my week, yeah. and and I can see removing myself from a particular negative situation can completely alter my my worldview of everything. I was I still get caught in traffic. I still do this, you know, same same kind of thing. But it doesn't. I, I don't see it the same way. I'm I'm, you know, I, I'm very satisfied with life, and yeah. and I can see how not being 
affected, no, not being surrounded by negativity can, can definitely have a good effect on you. Yeah, I always just wonder, like, it would be so cool if, because I know that we're in the, like this perfect distance from our sun, so we have to have this star to keep us from freezing up or burning up. And it kind of makes me think, like, what if you could move the whole plop, like, just, it's a whole globule of planets and densities and things. So it's like a universe. You wouldn't want to necessarily just like move. our solar system. Yeah. It's like, there's this balance right here. So you don't want to just, it's like, it's like breaking the chain of some sort of HTML code or some sort of CSS code or some sort of, you know what I mean? Like some digital code. If you move one or two digits to the right, it's going to yeah. change the whole grid. Whole thing. So if you move the planet DNA. this way or this way, it's going to change the whole grid. So yes. say all these planets are stringed up next to the sun. So maybe it has to have this many densities, this many things between it's almost like magnets but repelling each other. It's just the perfect. It's a solar system. I had a thought. What if? So remember, theory of everything. Stephen Hawking um, presents the theory that time could have begun uh, when a black hole exploded. Mm-hmm. So what if? Our so are time, we on the other side of the black hole? Are we on the invert? The singularity. Well, we're no. We're in. We're in all of that density, having reached critical mass and exploded. And that is what we are. That is what you know our solar system and whatnot has become in this theory. So if that theory I, I, could time have begun for us, because at our particular point in the galaxies, our black hole exploded and created our solar system. So time began for us right then. But there might have been millions of other galaxies that have been around. True. Yeah. Ten times longer than we have. And and I mean. Time, man, we are arrogant, arrogant beings to think that anything started with us and revolves around us. And yeah. good Lord, if we think that, I don't know, right now this is the, the passionate thought that's Well, but it's like brain. it's our consciousness, though, that, that gives us that, that our feeling. Our consciousness. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Like when you contemplate everything, it's so absurd to even look at it. Because ultimately, like you, you and I are interacting, but yeah. you go home with yourself. I go home with myself. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like you know what i'm saying like yeah. that's when ian's exited stage right and you're gone your consciousness is gone from me and then it's just me continuing on with my own consciousness right and so it is it's crazy to go well yeah we we are arrogant as humans to think that this revolves around us but yeah. at the same time i think it's beyond it's it's like this consciousness i don't yeah. think it's like our physical bodies on this planet it's right. something else that makes us want to know what the fuck all of this is? Like, we so, want to know what it is. Do you think bacteria in our bodies are wondering what all of this is? Or are they just doing their job and well, I mean, their environment stays you're okay? Right. You know? You're right. They are an entirely different consciousness because they are no more or less, more or less alive than we are because right. we're made up of, of each other. Without we them, are. there's no us, the, no body. Everything works for it. Like all of our insides, if you strip someone's skin off and their bones and you yeah. look at all the different organs and everything, every single thing has a job and it's like plugged in somewhere like an engine. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And if it's if it's taken care of right, there's no leaks. I wonder if it's just the 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 shame of our limitation of of imagination. I mean, human beings, I mean, I can I can still vouch for this fact. Like my consciousness as I'm able to control it at this moment cannot fathom anything really more than being here, being Ian McNinney in this moment right now. Mm-hmm. So I just, I wonder if that's, if that's got something to do with our arrogance in, in thinking that, you know, 
things revolve around us and the yeah. time started with us. And it, I mean, I don't know. I think the, the ultimate goal is to get everyone's brains to mold and go, oh, this is how we can live together. Like, because I think s- like so much, it's like two people, like yeah. just like our two consciousnesses. Yeah. Like we're coming together, putting the show together. But if you didn't want to do it or you wanted to do it and I didn't want to do it, it just wouldn't work. Right. You know what I mean? And so it's like trying to... It's like everyone's in their own world. Like right now, some dude is jumping out of a plane somewhere, you know? I mean, I'm not Hopefully 100%. With a parachute. But chances are there's someone jumping out of a plane or at least in sk- uh, skydiving mode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm not there, but I've seen videos and I can imagine it and I know people do it. So, why, yeah, why the hell would someone not be doing it? I can do that if I want to. Right. And so it's like to think about all these different people going through their experiences. It's trying to get everyone in their own consciousness, not to be cocky and arrogant in their own consciousness of how it is and how it's supposed to be. It's to acknowledge each other's consciousness to go, how can we build things really fucking cool together? And the second you've got somebody that's just like peddling drugs and peddling weapons and war, I mean, those are the people that are fucking mentally ill. So you have to figure out a way to get people to go beyond that because it is a weakness. It's a fucking weakness. Yeah. So how do you get people awareness of like, thinking okay yeah if we have if if we have to solve problems in our house at school uh, between a bully between siblings why right. the hell would it be any different all right. across the whole globe 100% every religious person everybody the whole it's galaxy. Just awareness if there are other beings out there we should all be able to find these these things in common because we sh- i mean I feel like everybody's going to be out to protect themselves and their sure. their race and their you know their their species and for sure and then their collective species and then their galactic species like you see where I'm yeah, going here like absolutely shouldn't we all fall under one massive category and then if we decide to continue breaking ourselves down that doesn't take us away from the more massive like root category yeah. of the fact that we are living beings. Yeah. Wouldn't we want as many of us to continue to live as possible? Well, like, my, 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 the thing that makes me wonder, because from what I'm understanding from all these people that do astral projection, my little dabbling into it and like just having crazy few out of body yeah. experiences. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they are. I can't say this is exactly what it was. And I, I'm not going to go preach to someone and say, yes, what I just did was what you need to believe because yeah. I don't know what I even experienced. Besides the fact that it was dreamlike and yeah. it was very kind of, it's like I wake up from dreams and I'm like, wow, I feel like I was there. You yeah. know? Yeah. Was it just a concoction in the mind? Who knows? But it's like we're connected to thinking, okay, interstellar universe, it's our physical body. And yeah, even though we should be able, be able to just go travel around um, and do whatever we want in these bodies, our consciousness goes beyond that. So I feel like our consciousness. Apart, like apart from this, yeah. People who astral project, a lot of people say when you remove yourself from your body, you're, all these physical fears of like, oh, if your spirit is in its spirit zone, like you've, you're off in your consciousness, off in the universe. Like people who astral project, yeah. for instance, yeah, they're coming into contact with all sorts of things, and I'm there's no to come threat. Come up with it in my head. There's no, there's no. Well, it's for the most part, it's no one's ever having any threat out there because they're just floating in their free consciousness and as long as someone who knows consciousnesses can't bump into each other well it's like the well it's like the universe well i mean you can come in contact well but i mean it's not, I, I run into you and i'm going to stop and it's going to hurt 
but our consciousnesses could like intermingle and go and and you know there's no need for unwanted interaction that's yeah, not but what I think, I'm talking I, but about. I think that's, that's what it is. That's not what I mean. Well, I think that's what it is. I think it's like your consciousness has absolute power to either put you through, like it's whatever you believe, honestly. Yeah. So it's like if you believe you can be harmed, then you'll get harmed out there probably. But if you don't believe in harm because you believe in the universe, I think the universe would fucking protect you. Like mm. there's just this concept to me. It's like, I don't know. It's like even here on earth when people say like, you know, if you pray or you do this and you ask for, you know, for Christians, it's you pray to Jesus to protect you and all this shit. It's just praying to love. It's praying to this universal unknowingness of belief. It's just a belief of something out there that is going to be watching over you, which is the love, I think, of the universe. I right. Think is essentially what Christians are saying. But that's something that I think does, you know, I think those things are true. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm still alive. People have died in car wrecks and yeah. plane crashes, all sorts of crazy shit that I've observed. But I'm, I'm, I've been in a crazy car wreck, dude, where I blacked out one of my moments of like separation oh, no. of my not knowing what was going on. Oh. Got in a car wreck flipping when I was in high school. Oh. Didn't have a seatbelt on. We flipped oh, like nine times. No. Going 70 miles an hour. Oh, shit. Uh, we were going uh, into San Antonio from Bernie, and we flipped through the middle, you know, those big, lo- like huge Texas medians. Yeah. We yeah. flipped through, went across oncoming traffic side. It's a two-lane highway. Oh, my God, dude. And uh, landed on our wheels uh, on the shoulder of oncoming traffic on the other side of the highway. But oh my yeah, goodness. There were five of us. We all lived, but, um, Oh gosh. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. I can't even imagine. Cannot Dude, even fathom what that's like. It was a slow motion experience. I, the only thing I remember was, oh, yeah, dude, oh. time, time was bent. If, if I've ever experienced any kind of time moment, you yeah. know, when people say life flashes before, yeah. I didn't have like this life flashing moment, but I did have an observational moment where I, I remember the driver started talking and he turned back and he went off the highway a little bit uh, into the dirt and overcorrected. And I remember at that oh, moment we yeah. started skidding. He started losing control because he, sh- he cut the wheel really quick to get back on the highway. But I mean, you can't fucking you cut the wheel. You're going to fishtail. Right. You got to ease back. Well, home. or worse. You just got to ease because we were only half, ha- I think halfway off. So we were, it's not like we were completely in the dirt. Um, so we still had grip on the highway. So yeah. it was just a mistake. Yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't yeah. a mistake because it was meant to be, it happened. But um, so dude, all of a sudden I remember swerving back onto the highway and then everything slowed down. And I remember kind of looking back behind my right, left shoulder, mm-hmm. seeing all the cars behind us like start to slow down because they could see we were losing control. And then I turned around real quick. And then I remember looking out this tiny window that was next to me. Cause I was yeah. in the back of an older car. It yeah. was like a, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but, um, it had a small little window, probably a foot wide, half a foot or half a foot tall or foot yeah. tall, half a foot wide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I remember we were skidding and I looked out at the window and then I could see that we were, going sideways in the median because at this point we skid we were skidding back on the highway and then we skid sideways into the median so we're now the grass is coming straight under the vehicle oh so that kind of median yeah gosh yeah, yeah. so the grass is just flying and i remember looking at it like going wait the car is supposed to be going that way i'm looking 
out the window this way and all the grass is coming straight at, you. at yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going sideways. And then I was sitting there and in my head, the moment I go, we should probably be flipping right now. <sighs> and the moment I thought that, the car turned and I remember seeing the grass come really close to the window and just, and then that, and then I, I just remember feeling this lightheaded oh. and I, I guess it could have been the G forces, you know, just, yeah. but everything just kind of went really quiet. Like everything went real quiet because we had music blasting by the time the car landed and we all kind of just snapped into it. Um, was the music still going? Oh yeah. It was blaring. Yeah. And I wouldn't be proud of what we were playing. We had some Creed going. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, we were rocking the Creed. So you, you flipped seven times? I think we were rocking Creed. I don't want to say 100%, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because uh, people are going to... Well, that's what, the, that's what the the report officially, because they did like yeah, the yeah, whole... Yeah. They had to you know put the tape and then they measured people's skid marks and from at what point... Like for months, like after the wreck, when we would drive on the highway going back to Bernie from San Antonio, you could yeah. see all these skid marks and it's like, holy shit, that's that where was, we... That was us. Yeah, I remember oh. getting out of the car once we all got out. Um, I had fractured my ribs Ooh. and I didn't know, but then all of a sudden like... Because the adrenaline, adrenaline's rushing. Yeah. But the second we got out, dude, there was people everywhere just coming up to us like, fuck, you know? So it was cool, like, that people come to your aid and all that shit. But, man, I can't believe we all lived. We did. I can't believe Um, it either. So you blacked out. I mean, any... I mean, do you remember... Not remember anything, but did anything... Had I died at that moment, I would have died in a peaceful state, I believe. Because I don't remember... I mean, because there's no... Yeah, you would have no consciousness of anything from that moment. I remember everything in the car slowing down up until we actually started flipping. But everything before then, that's what gets me. It's like I wasn't, I didn't have any G-forces fucking with me when I could see everything was slowing down. It happened, it kind of, it happened once I knew we were going to flip. Yeah. And I don't, it was like a dream. It was like being in a fucking dream. Yeah, yeah. That's what it, that's the only way I can describe it. It's like. The way I felt, like when I'm in a, when I've ever been in a car crash in a dream, or in a plane crash in a dream, or even when I like think about, oh my yeah. god, like if I read an article about a plane crash yep. and read the black box and what the guys are saying, and all of a sudden, have you ever listened to black box stuff? No, it's fucking crazy, dude. Like I, I put myself in those put p- like places yeah. mentally, yeah. And what you're saying with this whole entanglement, it's the same. It's the same. So like, it is. the way I felt in real life that's the way I've had interactions in my dreams. And that's been, I don't know why, but it's, you know, well, it's the thing that makes you cringe when you see somebody else get kicked in the nuts. Oh yeah. Or what you were just describing, Joe, I, I flashed in my head a vision of the only way I can imagine being in a car wreck like that. And what happened in this, in this half a second flash is, I just envisioned being in the car as it flips. The second that thing hits the ground, neck is snapped and I'm dead. Yeah. Gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where, and so that was the, that was that reaction that I, that you heard. Everybody heard you know, me react did. that way. And that was just something that's, I, I believe that that feeling and thought is real, but in reality it's not. And so I'm able to experience and not, suffer yeah from and dude moments like that i I thought about that forever because um the police the late the uh one of the ladies who 
was at the report who filed the report mm-hmm. um, when the wreck happened because we were all put in ambulances and we had we all went our separate hospitals and yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, so no, uh, in the report, this lady said she saw the vehicle like in this plume of smoke yeah. coming at her. It was one of the first vehicles that skid. She was one of the people that avoided hitting us yeah. in co- oncoming traffic. She said she saw the vehicle fly out of the median in the air. It was. She said it wasn't on the ground flipping, like rolling on the ground. She said it was in the air tumbling because where all the where it crashed down, where all the debris hits yeah, on the yeah. highway, and it was all scraped up. She, uh, she said it looked like all of a sudden it just stopped, like something grabbed it and slammed it down on its wheels. Because nice. we did land on our wheels. I wow. mean, and the whole frame was like completely bent. Oh shit! And so, uh, but yeah, the police. I, I remember them telling us they were like, "You guys are very lucky today." And Jerry, who was in the middle, um, Bill's head must have hit Jerry's cheekbone and shattered his cheekbone. So Ouch. his face, by the time we got out, I mean, dude, I freaked out because it, I mean, it was Elephant Man style. Like, oh, shit. Out. No out. way. Yeah, man. It was oh. it was horrific and it was oh. bleeding everywhere. And oh. so um, Jake in the front was okay. I don't do okay. well with this kind of stuff if um, you can't tell. Yeah. I mean, it was That's crazy, so- dude. It was some crazy shit. And uh, Jennifer, who was in the front uh, passenger seat, she was okay. Um, she had some whiplash. I mean, we all had our various things. Yeah. Um, but dude, it's crazy, man. Like, I don't, I can't, you know, like you were saying, like, had we landed on our, on the roof, uh, we could, I may not have been here and it wouldn't even matter because you wouldn't have known and there would have been no L3 podcast network. You know what I'm saying? It's like all these other things. Yeah. But it's just kind of, it makes you go, God, like everything is a doorway. Like our survival, that is to me, I will never forget that because to me, would I have died? No, I didn't die. Could could I have died? Yeah, I guess. I mean, sure. I mean, if if facts were different, yeah. But for whatever reason, the universe is perfect in its ways. Even though that was a mistake of driving, quote <clears throat> yeah. unquote. Yeah. Um, that moment corrected itself. It was and a we moment all of chaos, is what it was. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's like um, it's like someone building this. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's like uh. What throwing a bunch of a deck of cards out the window and all those cards landing and back, still landing back in the package in the same, or something? Or, the same you know stack. what I'm saying? Yes, like it's yes. just I, that's the only way I can describe it. It's like that. Like it, it just doesn't doesn't make sense, but it does because because it just happens. It just is. Yeah, but had we all gone that day, like yeah. say something horrific, which you know, horrific. I don't know. I don't know if that's really horrific if if all of a sudden all of our beingness goes into some amazing interstellar traveling and our souls are free, right. actually not living in a planet where we're being suppressed. Right. You know, I choose to believe, yeah, people, when they go, they go there. They go to that thing and that's back to, or maybe they can embody some other body on another right. planet somewhere or a different reality or a different um, parallel universe, you know? Who's to say? We're sitting here right now talking. Who's to say there's no other Ian and Joe on some other planet? who are meeting in the same various degrees talking about other topics or uh, not doing other lives, you know, doing other, fuck, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, I do. It's, um, or planets that are free and all of a sudden the Joe or, you know, the future, we're actually doing uh, a show from outer space actually. Why wouldn't you (laughs) want to think things like that were possible? It's fun to think about, even though it could all be not true. You know, it could all could just be, be uh, we're just secluded and alone here, and that's that. But I just don't believe it, man. There's so much shit out there. And what, Regardless what, of whether it is or isn't true, we have a lot of things yeah. internally that we can 100% say for certain would 
would get better if we changed this and this and this. Mm-hmm. You know, the way we treat people yeah. would change the quality of life for the entire planet. Yeah. Regardless of if there are aliens or anything else out there or if we are just alone. Yeah. It doesn't matter. If we were all treating ourselves properly, then it just it doesn't matter. It won't Spa matter. day, Mai Tais. Yeah. Treat us properly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's, it, it, is, it, it is funny, dude. It, it is kind of one of those things. You do that and everything else would kind of follow it. You know? Right. It's like a domino effect. What is supposed know. to happen will effect. happen. I mean, it's just we pay attention to what we're doing with ourselves yeah. at this very moment. And the rest of the world and the rest of the universe and the rest of, the, of life will as well. Yeah. And we will find this... I don't know. And even as symbiosis, as crazy as it all is, just with what you're saying, like even like that wreck, no matter how far off track we may think we have gotten in humanity, I do believe within my spirit that there is some truth that I will experience that I, that this world is not doing yet. And so it's just kind of like, there's like this, all right, well, if things can correct themselves, right. Which I don't know if that's correcting or luck. I don't know. Repair. Yeah, so we could be on this trajectory of, yeah. wow, like we're going to see some shit when we hit age 37 or 30, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, whatever, yeah. how many years we want to count it on a calendar, it's like at this moment, that was the moment where everything clicks for everybody and all of a sudden it's just, oh, yeah, exactly. businesses start going, yeah, we're going to start doing this and, you know, I don't know. That's It may seem overzealous or... But I just think it could happen, man. You know, it's a, a moment of kind of like that that I experienced in the past couple of months. And you were there for. Um, I was FaceTiming with my brother, Simon. Um, and this is back in like September. Yeah. You and I were working on the podcast network. And he FaceTimed me and said, hey, so, you know, we've been talking about building a tiny house. There's a there's a TV show oh, yeah. that, uh, you know, we, we might want to submit to, you know, because we, who knows, we might be able to, you know, get on the, on the show while we're building our tiny house. Yeah. And you and I both encouraged him to do it. And I just, I, I don't know why I just saw it in my mind's eye. If they, if they 100% serious about this and pursue this, they're going to get this TV show. I just, I had no doubt in my mind. Yeah. And they did. And their episode airs tonight. Yeah, dude. Tiny it's House Nation. Tiny House. And dude, we talked about that afterwards. We're like, yeah, there's no reason why they wouldn't want to do it. It's right. perfect. They do this bird thing and that, you know, they raise birds and train yes. them and all this shit. It's like, that's such a cool story to share. And it's like in that conversation, I even believe like, yeah, they're going to, and now they have a fucking tiny home. It's here. It's, it's a thing that manifested itself in just a conversation and just, you know, somebody put the little beacon out. He saw it, talks to you, gets the confidence yeah, and bam. Yeah. There I will say it's so going to be crazy. weird. It's going to be weird because the, the episode airs tonight mm-hmm. and I imagine it'll be up on their website, FYI.TV. Um, oh yeah. I imagine it'll be up on their website tomorrow. So when I watch that TV show, I'm going to be revisiting a moment that my quote unquote consciousness has already experienced because yeah. I 100% saw them getting this TV show when he mentioned it to me. I said, this is your opportunity. I, and I just, I must've had a flash in my mind because so confidently I knew that it was going to happen. And I'm literally going to experience the culmination of see, cause up to this point right now, all I know is that Simon and Lindsay have a tiny house. I don't know that people actually filmed this. I don't know that they yeah, Simon yeah. and Lindsay didn't just make there. this promo. Yeah. I was not there. Yeah. 
tomorrow when I watch this show, I will I will be living in a moment that I can 100% say they were on this TV show. Yeah. Even though I've known for this entire time that they're going to be on this TV show. Mm-hmm. It's not going to not happen. And it just it's such a it's such a weird thing. If we if we all just see how things I was going to ask you if at any point in your accident you saw any semblance of life past that moment, then that's why you you did not perish in that car wreck. Like if there was any of that in your consciousness and everybody's consciousness, then it's not the end. Yeah, I don't think I was worried though. That's the thing is like when it happened, like the very moment the the car started swerving, I was self. Is yeah. what I mean. Like that, yeah. that, that lack of worry means some part of you knew this isn't it. Yeah. I know that I'm not dying here, and so it didn't allow you to get scared and yeah. even consider have that life flashing before your eyes moment. I was observing the. It's like at some point there was the fear, and all of a sudden it, it went away because it it's it turned into observation. Yes, it stopped being fear. It was yes. observation. Oof. And dude. I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm talking this out right now, but that may have been one of those moments in my life where I like really kind of switched over because I thought about that wreck. I mean, yeah. dude, I've thought about that wreck. I think about it all the time. Yeah. Like, cause it's one of those chapters. It's mm-hmm. like, that's the season finale of, <laughs> of what's the next part of my life. Of Joe, the like. high school years. Yeah. Because everything started fresh there. Cause I yeah. did think about the whole fact that I could have died. Could have. If that thing had not landed the way everyone said it could have landed and we flipped that cuz you could see the trail and it was far where we started I was flipping. Ask, do you know how far it was? Yeah, cuz I got out. I remember getting out of the car. First thing I did was like I couldn't believe it. I was looking at the car just like, "Oh my god." And then I looked back at the highway to make sure no one else got in a wreck or anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw all of this garbage just trailed in dirt and like skid marked way the fuck down the road. And then I remember I was standing on the highway and then I turned and then I started feeling my ribs just fucking killing. And then I hunched and then I remember walking down and that's when people started running up with phones and they were telling all of us to sit down and we kind of all huddled together and we're just like, like in shock, you know, and eventually we went to the hospital in our separate ways. I got a finger put up my butt because they (laughs) want to make sure I wasn't internally bleeding. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was very awkward, but not fun. It did not feel good. <laughs> no, I don't imagine it did. <laughs> but yeah, we we all <laughs> lived, and but yeah, I consider that like one of the things where I'm like, man, like that was a moment where I just started going, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't fearing my life. Yeah, yeah. it's and I don't get that, and I don't fucking get that. Even though now there's times where I fear my life, like if I get on a plane, I'm like, God, I don't like flying. Yeah, because I wouldn't want to be trapped in this death tube that's just plummeting to the earth yeah. without wings. Yeah. Because no one's going to survive that, you know? Or maybe you're the one guy and all of a sudden it's like a whole fucking different reality you have to deal with than the guy that lived. Right, know? exactly. Paparazzi, Hindley, Terry Potter. God, dude. Yeah, the boy that lived. The boy who lived. <laughs> and, pl- and airplanes are the Voldemorts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. This Man. is uh, he who must not be named. <laughs> Thank you for flying. <laughs> I wonder how so, long we've been going. I don't know, but we had this a good is, little break. This is this is a this is quite a long show. Yeah, it's a good time to call yeah. it. Did we bore you guys with our interstellar talk? In Let our us know. Consciousness. We, Let we us know not. what you what you thought of the show. We're just uh, you know we're just talking about stuff that we think about, and 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 sometimes it's weird, and it sometimes is. it's awesome. That's crazy talk, but 
It's not. It's hide air yeah. talk. It's hide air talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, brought to you by uh, Paul Pepic. Paul Pepic. Brought to you by the <laughs> br- brought to you by the Elf Tree Podcast Network. Yeah. Also on Pulp Epic. On Pulp Epic. Um, and on Twitter. And they're epic. And all that, all that good stuff. Twitter. All the all the things that are tagged. Stitcher, at the end of the, Twitter, end of the Tumblr. Episode, all on the website. Yep. Just you search High Dare in Tumblr, Stitcher, iTunes, all of it. Yeah, you'll you will you'll, find us. You will absolutely find us. You and, sub- subscribe. And find us as much as you need. Yeah, and interact with us online. Like it's cool. Like if you've got anything, if we're talking about shit that like you think we don't know anything about, or there's something that you want us to talk about, I don't know. We we I mean, uh, send send us stuff. If you think we're gonna be interested in in something, you know, just we'll. Hell, I'll read stuff just to have some interesting things come yeah. at me. I mean, we may not necessarily talk about it on the show, but I mean, I'll I'll interact with you. Yeah, absolutely. We're we're discovering things. We're exploring. That's yeah. what we are. We're ten years old, and we're Pioneers. exploring with microphones in front of our face. We are. That's who we are at High Dare. Really, really nice microphones. Yeah, they're pretty decent. They, they I don't are. know if I could afford one of these when I was ten. I pretty decent. Like well, steel, right? Or or had somebody buy it for you. This was a good one. I think we uh, touched on some topics. We derailed and, you know, we got all... Uh, got right back on We it. got jiggy with it, like Will Smith. Got jiggy with it. No, 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 no. For this week on High Dare. Yep. Man. How tiny am I? Just a little speck <laughs> on the surface of a watermelon? <laughs> or like uh, a flea? Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so for this week on High Dare, I'm Ian. And I'm Joe, and uh, if you want to grow, then you got to know, baby. We got to go. So Follow us on Twitter at high underscore dare. And be sure to check us out online at entertheelftree.com for all you old school dot comers. 